You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back getting ready for the uh, mindless, purple-haired Karen IRS agents to come knocking at your door loaded with loaded guns, high on meth, whatever else these weirdos and freaks are going to be doing. So I'm on with Halsey English. We just went through his uh, dissertation on what's to come. Halsey, before we jump into, uh, I just want to review the source material that you provided quickly with you. Uh, sure. We'll just go over each of these real fast, and you can explain. Uh, people want to look into it, why this information is important. But I want to ask you something that kind of, in, in sort of this new uh, white-pilled world, here it's the gold pill. What are people going to end up, what, like, what can they do about this? Can they get around it? Everyone is looking for solutions. I'm starting to believe that a lot of this is not going to be avoided. I mean, do we run away and live on a farm like the Amish? Do uh, we file our taxes better? Do we vote harder? I mean, what do you think in the end, like how do you end up escaping this system as much as humanly possible? So I don't have an exact answer to that, but the best I can come up with is that in order to be apart from the system, you have to give yourself the tools to be apart from it. Because, I mean, it goes back to, you remember that that old poem that they wrote about the Holocaust, that first they came for the Catholics and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a Catholic. Then they came for the Jews and I didn't speak up because I wasn't Jewish. And then when they came for me, there was no one left to stand up for me. Like, that's where we're at right now. It's just that people are are keeping their heads down to avoid, you know, drawing attention to themselves. But how do you how do you get away with detaching from a system that's so all encompassing? You learn to work with your hands. You know, you learn to to cook. You learn to grow food. You learn to do the things that, if it comes down to it, maybe can be the difference between living in a in a dishwasher box or being able to do something about what's going on. And and that's the best I can come up with. I'm not even saying that that's the ultimate solution. Oh, I know. Look, I agree with you. I mean, that's the stuff that I'm working on uh, in my personal life. I mean, to be able to uh, manufacture and produce and breed and grow uh, things on your own land and be able to set up a local bartering network where you can trade for the things you can't produce and manufacture. But in the end, I, I mean, this because I don't like to go into black pill territory because then then people will just give up and you don't want people to be depressed. But in the end, with a system like this, this is why I think it was important to do this show is because there are a lot of people who write to me and say, oh, you're so dark. Oh, you have a slave mentality. It's not that I have a slave mentality. It's just that we understand the systems that are in place, the technologies that exist, the games that the uh, puppet masters are using to create SJWs, to put them in this position of power, to use against you if you try to run away to a piece of farmland that eventually... You know, they will come for you. You can't just say, I'm leaving, bye, I don't want to be part of this system anymore, I'll see you later. Because this does all stem from sort of progressivism and Marxism and leftism, and their whole philosophy is to, like, seek out and destroy. They're expansionist. They don't let you just leave. You don't get to say, hey, I'm going to take my stuff and go. I don't want yeah. anything to do with you anymore. 
Well, number one, they they can't let that happen because they need you to pay for it. And number two, I mean, we used to make these memes. Remember back back in a long time ago, where it'd be like someone someone with their face on the curve about to be curb stopped, and it says, "Don't worry, just trust the plan." Like right. it, it's it's not blackpilled to say that we're in a very precarious time, and there's we don't have a, a straight up solution for you because I I don't like it's not blackpilled. It's just reality. Like if if they're doing all of this stuff, if they're preparing to to make a move against you or your family or anything like that it's not blackpilled to warn you and it's not like a violation of some kind of social norm for us to be able to say we don't have an exact solution for you but that's where we are and it, it's time that, that you kind of get on board with that 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 maybe you're the one who has to come up with the solution because maybe i don't have it i'm just telling you what i see so i i hope that we can come up with a solution. Oh, definitely. I, th I mean, I think that's, you have to have these conversations in order to understand uh, where we're going, and then you can figure out how to best navigate it in your life to the extent you want to. In the end, it's individual choice. I mean, if you want to live within this system and comply with these people to the point where, you know, I, I hate to use it, but, but to the point where maybe they decide they are going to send you off to the concentration camp. Maybe they are going to say, you know, work will set you free. You could work here until we decide that you're going to go in the oven. I mean, you don't know where this is going to go, but I, I know bending over and complying with these guys and then not trying to at least devise an escape plan is probably not the best. And if you look back to Paul Revere riding on his horse with his lantern saying the British are coming, imagine if everyone turned to him and said, the goddamn black pillar, be quiet. Right? <laughs> nothing, nothing bad is coming. We're just going to sit here and wait it out. You know, yeah. uh, <laughs> I just thought of that image while you were talking. So I have your uh, notes up on the screen, your sources here. So you broke it down into the ATF uh, compiling database of gun owners, number of total police and law enforcement, uh, red uh, flag laws. And so um, I had pulled up all these articles ahead of time, and I'll just flip through them while you talk about them a little bit. Uh, I mean, not in detail in each article, but the reasons why you included them in your uh, source material. So this first one is um, ATF compiling secret firearm registry targeting law-abiding gun owners. Well, I mean, number one, it's completely against the law. Like, they're, they're absolutely not allowed to do that. But they do. Right. And there's there's really nothing you can do about the fact that they're doing it because they're openly telling you that they're doing it. So if you're wondering where are they going to get the lists, where are they going to figure out who to go after with these purple haired audits or, or anything like that? There's one source right there. And it just shows you that they're 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 still just bringing in the data that they can in order to come after you. Yeah, last year you uh, you had an article from last year, which was Biden administration has amassed records on 54 million gun owners in 2021 during a new crackdown on firearms owners. I mean, 54 million gun owners and the Biden administration. Now, prior to that, what the federal government did not have a database that large? No, they didn't have any database at all. In fact, the way they're getting it is that the law, and this has always been a kind of backdoor way that they can compile a gun registry is that all of the federal firearms licensed people that um what's it called they have to keep records and hold on to them for a certain amount of time in order for you to have your license but when you go out of business you can destroy them but if you've gone out of business before 20 years is up 
ooh, then you're in trouble because now you have to turn them over to the ATF. And that's what they're using right now in order to compile these databases is all of the federal firearms licenses that went out of business and turned over their records to the ATF. They're complying, compiling a searchable database so that they can list all of those gun owners. Wow. Now, all of this information you provided on uh, full-time law enforcement officers in the U.S. from 2004 to 2020, uh, and you provided a lot of uh, references on this. Was this all uh, in relation to what we were talking about to show the size of the um, police force nationwide from local, state, and federal as compared to what the IRS is going to be with 170,000 agents? Yeah, absolutely. It's just to show that the sheer size of what they're looking to do in in terms of hiring of these IRS agents is out it's out of control it's the amount of of law enforcement agents that are going to be granted the power by the IRS is just it's staggering it, it really is in in the amount that they're going to be able to do this with and good luck yeah i mean i mean it really is insane what is this um You've got a discussion draft, uh, Senate, United States, a bill to make our communities safer. Which one is it? Uh, it was, let's see. Oh, that's under red flag laws, I believe. It was a, a link to a bill that you had, a bill to make our communities safer. Yeah, that's, that, that's just on how they're, that's how they're selling all of the red flag laws is that okay. these are, are harmless laws that are just there to make make everybody safer. Now, let me, let me ask you this question while we're on that. So, I mean, with the idea of, uh, of guns, uh, you know, coming from the founding to basically protect yourself against your government when it becomes, you know, tyrannical. Uh, in, okay, so the people in power are never going to show up at our doors, right? They're going to send these purple-haired freak type of people. They're going to send maybe the most honest, pure, uh, poor local cop who they send to your door to break your balls. Um, the guns are good if, if we go into chaos and BLM types start running out of the cities into the suburbs and the rural areas and raiding your house. You could protect yourself. You could protect yourself on the street. At the end of the day, if the government wants to pull a... Uh, you know, uh, you know, come over like a Ruby Ridge situation. Uh, they're going to take over your house. But why do you think they want to take guns so bad when they can supposedly laser zap us from satellites uh, or what the new technology will be like a social score system, which is just to turn off your CBDC, your central bank digital currency wallet, and you just won't be able to spend money. But why do you think they're so afraid of the guns? Is it because at the end of the day, they are just flesh and blood and they know those get, can be turned against them? It's because in the end of the day, this whole idea that they could just nuke us out of existence is has always been ridiculous because, you know, Iraq, Afghanistan, Vietnam, they all proved that you could have the most powerful military in the world, but guerrilla wars are next to impossible to win, right? And there are so many guns in this country that they can't just come take them and they need to take them because the, the deep state, the government is out of money. All of the all of the things they promised you, all the social security, all of the welfare benefits, all of the tax incentives, everything that you've paid for and been promised your whole life is gone. The money isn't there and it's not coming back. We don't have a new way to make it where everything we're doing right now is basically done on debt. So what do you do with a population that's incredibly well armed that you're about to tell 
you know, that you're taking everything from. So let me uh, let me just ask you the research you've done on uh, the conversations you've had. Do you see a timeline uh, in which you would think they want to uh, take away X amount, X percentage of the guns out there? Are there certain targets you think they possibly could have already identified through a Palantir type software that are the primary targets that they have to disarm first? Um, how, how do you think that works? Do you think they're trying to do it in the next year, two years, 10 years, 20 years? How, how do you think they're going to do this? So the, the whole point of, of our electoral system right now is that the Democrats are fighting a zero sum game. The conservatives are not. Okay. So they can't just come out and blatantly steal the elections because even last time when everyone claims they blatantly stole them, they didn't blatantly steal them. They blatantly controlled voting behavior through information, but they can't just come out and go, Oh, by the way, haha, like you, you thought your guy won and they didn't because just the sheer infrastructure you need in order to, to fake that level of control is at the very least dangerous for them because remember they want to hold some level of legitimacy. But if they win any election in the next 10 years where they get the House, the Senate, and the presidency, right? And it doesn't matter by really what margin, just they get all three. They'll end the filibuster. They'll pack the Supreme Court. They'll pass law after law after law, gun control, you name it. And they'll just go about it the traditional way. And if things aren't working out, they'll go to plan B. But for now that's their that's their their plan b is that if the the country stops going along with all of this shit that they keep putting forward they have a way to influence otherwise yeah and if not they're just going to i, I mean you think they're going to utilize well they're going to utilize a lot of tools um but one of them is going to be to, to bankrupt you out of existence utilizing this new administrative force yeah so what? So big picture here. What do you What do you see is coming, and what do you think? What do you think in the next? Uh, you know, let's just say, short of elections, what do you see happening over the next five years in like the United States? Um, you know, in Western society. Well, I think they're going for the kill shot right now, and I think Republicans are are botching it. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's going on that either the Republicans are the most idiots you know in the way they run elections or they just believe they live in a country that doesn't exist anymore because roe v wade being overturned was a big conservative win if anything just seeing the fury of the left was was beautiful in and of itself but when obama won at the supreme court with gay marriage he didn't come out the next day and start putting in laws in place for tranny bathrooms and and all of this he just kept his mouth shut and just let it happen and now less than what 10 years later it's completely accepted that gay marriage is just part of our life the republicans could have done that and they instead of taking the win and then deciding like okay how are we going to move forward at the state level with with abortion they have people running out saying having your rapist baby is healing and and you should be doing this they're banning abortions for like dead babies and and incest babies and stuff like that they're actually turning the electorate against them almost seems on purpose because after all it's their principles but at the same time the democrats right now don't have enough to just win on outright if they do all of these plans will still be in place they'll just they'll be put in place with no opposition but 
if the Democrats don't win the elections in 2022 or 2024, then they'll just do this with some level of opposition, but they'll still pull it off. All right. And are there are there any uh, final words for people? I, we, we already I wanted to get that at the beginning of this segment on, uh, you know, possible solutions. But anything people should uh, look out for, anything people should start doing? Uh, what are the signs that this is coming? I think you've proven your point. I flipped through all of uh, the source material provided. I mean, it's all there, folks. You just have to connect the dots and you can see what's coming. And I mean, I, I think the fact that you nailed on the SJWs becoming the administrative force is just spot on. And it, it kind of like all makes sense now. Yeah. It's, it's just what you should do is, is a focus local. Stop thinking that you can change the world by, by making the case about federal elections. Like worry about your local elections, worry about who's in charge of your actual local life. And as I said, start thinking of things you can do if the system starts to collapse and you have to find a way to do it without them, you know, like if you, if, if you become a plumber, then, and, and it's something you can fall back on, then you don't have to worry so much about not having social media accounts or anything like that. It's something you can do that's valuable to your local community. You, you have to have these, I mean, I did it. I became a master gunsmith. I took introductory blacksmithing courses. I took welding courses because I want to have value if this whole computer system just stops working for us or becomes just nothing but surveillance in the, in the near future, I still need to be able to feed my family. So no, it's great. Start- well, well, it's great. You mentioned that. Cause I was going to say in your regular life, you're in, you know, business, you're in tech, you're in uh, marketing, you're in journalism. And uh, I know you've been, you've been pushing that since even before COVID for people to start to uh, learn trades and get, and uh, get, um, start to, um, gather skills that they could utilize outside of this uh, current like technological system. Yeah. That's, that's all you can do right now. Yeah. And then would you, and, and would you encourage people, uh, you know, it's become a trend since COVID. I know prices are going up, but there's still some affordable stuff out in Western Pennsylvania, out in West Virginia. Do you encourage the people if they have the ability and the means to start to try to figure out how to at least get some land that's further away from cities outside of uh, suburban areas? I think if you can do it, do do it. But at the same time, I mean, maybe it's worth just buying a piece of land that if things get really bad, you have the little land to run to. But if things don't get very get really bad, you can develop it and sell it. Maybe you can still get tracts of land for next to nothing. And if if you're if you're willing to go out there and and you know maybe maybe forego buying a new car or forego I don't know going to the grocery store because now that costs a thousand dollars. You know, like if you're willing to do any of those things. And, and invest in yourself, invest in, in learning a trade, invest in a piece of land, anything like that, it'll probably be better off for you long run than if you just sit back and, and you know, try to make yourself feel better by saying, well, hopefully they won't come for me. <laughs> Hashtag trust the plan, baby. Exactly. Trust the plan. Yeah. Definitely. It worked out great for a lot of people. And the last I heard, Trump will be installed as president at about, was it 3.15 in the afternoon? Something like that. Tomorrow. That's what I heard. Later today. Yeah. Mike Lindell told me so. <laughs> Mike Lindell brought it up. And um, there was also, I saw something that they got some information from Hillary, who's down in Gitmo. 
that they'll be able to do this and whatever. Well, she's being tortured and prosecuted by John McCain, who was actually a good guy. And the reason why he put his thumbs down to block the overturn of Obamacare was so that that would lead us up to the tyranny that happened under COVID so that Trump could prove to everyone by showing what tyranny actually looks like. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Halsey, I appreciate it very much. Uh, we'll talk again soon. Thank you. Have a wonderful day, ladies and gentlemen. This is Dust of Gold on the Dust of Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold.